T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, welcome back to this Halloween edition of the Hurricane Hotline, one week from tonight. I've got it right this time. One week from tonight, the University of Miami will be playing Lafayette at the Watsco Center, tipping off at 7.30. So we'll talk about that with University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Quick side note, Game 3 of the World Series has been postponed. All right, uh, because of rain. All right, week from tonight, Canes open up the basketball season. Coach L, good evening. How are you? Happy Halloween, Joe. Same to you, Coach. You just had a had our first uh, trick or treater to the door. We did too. We had a whole yeah. gang of kids, and you know what my <laughs> wife gave them as a trick or treat? What's that? A basketball. <laughs> <laughs> we gave every one of the youngsters a brand new basketball so they can shoot in their driveway, and uh, maybe some of them will, will join us for basketball camp next next uh, June. When school oh gets out, we, uh, we want to promote basketball. And maybe we'll get some of them to come to games now that they all become basketball fans. Well, that's going to dwarf my Nestle's Crunch Bar and uh, Kit Kat and <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> but, but the the father who brought the child did have uh, a basketball jersey on. So, to your oh, point, good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, at any rate, uh, you had an exhibition game yesterday afternoon. You went wire to wire. Uh, what were your thoughts? What were you pleased about? Well, we got off to a great start. We were ahead 13-0. to zero, And uh, we were playing a team that's ranked either number one or number two in Division Two in the country with some outstanding shooters. And I was really, really pleased. We, we held them to 30% field goal percentage and 25% from, from three-point range. So our defense yesterday was good. Uh, we forced some turnovers. I think they had 17 turnovers. And uh, we only had five. So uh, overall, it was a very good team effort. Uh, our, our two or actually three new starters. We had Isaiah Wong and Jordan Miller, who started all last year. They're back in the starting lineup. They were our leading scorers. Each had 19. And then and then Wooga Poplar, who's basically taking Cam Augusti's spot. And then Nigel Pack, who's taking um, Charlie Moore's position. And Norshad O'Meara, who is, is uh, taking Sam Wardenberg's position. So those five guys all played very well. Uh, I think they were all in double figures and, and uh, really did a nice job. 
And I was very pleased with uh, the way we performed. How happy are you with the way Wooga has developed from last year? I know you've worked with him really hard, so he's going into the starting lineup, as you mentioned. Stuff the stat sheet, 15 points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals. Just um, his commitment and uh, his will to get better from last year to where we're here on the eve of, the, of, beginning, the foot, of beginning the basketball season. You know, I think it might be interesting for our fans to understand how you help somebody get better. Yeah. There's there's so many different categories. Like the physical part, uh, it starts in the weight room. Uh, Preston Green, our, our strength coach, has done a great job of helping all of our players uh, gain muscle, gain strength, gain speed, quickness, jumping ability uh, without, without gaining any fat. And uh, Wooga is one of those guys who's been a, a very good recipient of Preston's uh, coaching and, and instruction. The second is the mental side of the game. You know, I, I, I probably called Wooga more than any other player on the team through this summer, trying to help him to become a little bit uh, better in terms of basketball IQ, in terms of making good decisions. Because uh, last year he was prone to turn, turn the ball over. He'd make a lot of mistakes. And he tries to do the right thing, but oftentimes it ends up uh, being a bad pass or a travel or a charge. And we're trying to help him correct that. And I'd send him videos to watch. I'd, I'd break down some videos for him. And, and uh, I know uh, uh, Jason Terry, do you remember that name, Joe? Played sure, the yeah. NBA for many years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Avery Bradley. Those are two players who, who uh, Wooga should kind of emulate them because they're a little bit about his size and are terrific shooters. And Wooga can become that. He's not there yet, but he has a great deal of potential. So we work with him hard all throughout the summer. He's now moved into the starting lineup. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be a major contributor this year. He's got great athletic ability. I think uh, one of the things that will have our um, listeners excited and, and Hurricane fans excited is you always do a really good job of, of, of uh, giving your team an identity and really narrowing that identity down to something. And, and this year, uh, it's attack. You want them always to be in the attack mode. I think, I think that's a great word. It's used a lot in sports, but you have the weapons to attack. Well, the, the word or definition of attack in our minds is don't, don't be the guy who reacts. Create the action. Be the catalyst. Be on the attack. When you're on defense, be in attack mode. Go after the dribbler. Go after the pass receiver. We want to scramble. We want to trap, force mistakes, force bad passes, force guys to travel. And uh, when you're in attack mode, you're the aggressor. And then on offense, the same thing. Attack the defense before it can even get set up. Have you noticed uh, yesterday, Joe, we scored 85 points and five guys in double figures, and, and we were in the open court, you know, running for layups. And then every once in a while, running for an open three. And uh, our guys executed the game plan beautifully with that attack mode in mind. We shared the ball very quickly and very well. I like that. Uh, we had, uh, I don't know, 17 or 18 assists and only five turnovers. So 
So those are the kind of numbers that, that we'd like to see. I, I would I would tell our uh, audience coach and uh, fans that are, go- that are going to go to the Wasco Center, maybe they should uh, start doing some deep knee bends or squats or something because this attack mode, when you get it going, the fans are going to be in and out of their seats, primarily out. Well, I sure hope so. Uh, you know, we, we want to create a lot of excitement. I don't know if I, I mentioned this to you. I, I've been doing some speaking on campus uh, to various groups. So last week we invited the pep band over for practice. Right. And uh, they came and played some songs just at a practice session. And then we had uh, pizza and chicken wings so that my players could interact with the members of the band. And I was so pleased with how the the our students and the band students interacted with each other. They sat around at, at, in tables eating the chicken wings and the pizza and really enjoying each other's company. Uh, earlier in the semester, I went and spoke to the pep band to try to get them fired up because they really create that exciting environment at the Watsco Center. And I also spoke at the, the law school and school of communications, trying to drum up fans, trying to get people to talk about the basketball program, the upcoming season. And uh, this coming week or next week, we're going to be meeting with Category 5, which is our spirit group on campus, and get them fired up to get uh, the students out to all the games, especially Game 1 coming up next next week on Monday night, 7.30 at the Watsko Center. Yeah, college basketball is about um, the the energy that you get in the building, and lots of that, most of that energy is is generally generated by students. Wherever you go, right, wherever we go on the road, you'll get great crowds. But that youthful excitement, that energy that they bring, I think, is what really propels home court advantages. Oh, it certainly does. I mean, our student body last year we set uh, uh, a record two weeks in a row. Uh, Florida State and Notre Dame games were packed, and the students, uh, I forget what the, the final count was, but we set a record one Saturday, and the following Saturday we set another record. So hopefully we can do that from the start of the season through the end of the season, keep breaking records. You forced uh, 17 turnovers. You committed only five, so those numbers are like uh, last year. You had 12 steals, uh, you had 10 blocks, so... Uh, you did a lot of stuff on defense yesterday that I'm sure um, you're very optimistic that will carry over. Well, you know, I, I I was asked in the preseason, Joe, about are we going to play small ball again? And I said, no, we're going to play smaller ball. Uh, and by that I meant, you know, we don't have Sam Wardenberg, who's 6'10", Dan Gack, who's 6'11", Rodney Miller, who's 7 feet. We, we have, have Norshad O'Meara taking Sam's place, and he's only six foot seven. Uh, we have uh, Fava Ira, who's 6'11", but he's just a freshman, and, and uh, he, he's he got a lot of room for, for growth. I think he's going to be a very good player in our program, but as a freshman, he's got a lot of things he has to learn. And uh, because of that, we're, we're just not quite as tall uh, or as big, but we are fast. And uh, our, our speed and quickness is hopefully what will carry the day. Uh, we we want to be bigger uh, in terms of, of uh, 
taking up more space with our speed and quickness rather than taller. You're going to jump into this pretty quickly. Three games in the first nine days, opening up a week from tonight with Lafayette. Uh, have you been able to dive into Lafayette yet, or are you still primarily concentrating on Miami? Well, it's been hard for uh, La- uh, prepare for Lafayette at this point because uh, they have a new coach. Ah. And his, his name will be very familiar to our listeners. His name is Michael Jordan. the head coach of Lafayette is in his first year he came from Colgate Uh, Colgate dominated that league for several years and Mike Mike Jordan was uh, an assistant who did a great job now he's moved over it's his first head coaching position he's uh, I'm sure going to bring a lot of the the Colgate stuff to to uh, Lafayette Um, but uh, their their team that that uh, is similar in size to us, so I don't I don't think height is going to be a big difference, uh, and we'll see if our speed and quickness can carry the day. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to play uh, North Carolina Greensboro on November 11th. Uh, we now I know this we've used their arena at the ACC tournament to practice, but they've had some pretty good seasons at North Carolina Greensboro. Yeah, they they also have an, a new uh, head coach. Uh, he was at Radford uh, for the last, I think, ten years, and and now is the head coach of of Greensboro. And uh, he, Mike Jones, is a a veteran. I've known him for a long time. Uh, he's he's a a very savvy, uh, experienced head coach. Uh, and they're going to bring a very good Greensboro team in uh, to the Watsco Center. So that, that'll be a challenge for us in game two. Have you uh, spent my – you probably have, uh, knowing you, but uh, analyzing your, your ACC schedule, it gets – you know, you've got four games before the new year, and uh, I often look to see, you know – where are the spots that might be most difficult? I know later in the year you got on the road for three straight at Duke, at Florida State, at Pittsburgh. That's kind of wild. But um, the ACC, you, you, you'll begin the season. They gave you quite a bit of respect with uh, uh, picking the University of Miami in the top four. Well, I've looked at our schedule enough to know the ACC has changed dramatically since I've been in the league. And before we didn't start ACC play yeah. until January. Now we're going to play four games in December. We we've got we've got Louisville, we've got Virginia, we've got NC State, and one more maybe Notre Dame. Notre Dame, sure Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah, we got December four 3rd. four games uh, in December ACC games, and what. What always concerns me, and I I think the NCAA selection committee has changed the landscape of of how you have to schedule. Um, But by that, I mean they they treat non-conference equal to conference play. And so if you beat a team in the non-conference, it's no different than beating an ACC team, which I don't agree with because I think league play is very, very different. You're more familiar with the teams. You're more familiar with the coaching styles. Uh, Oftentimes you have to play a team multiple times in a season. 
rather than, okay, like we're playing a non-conference game against Lafayette and Greensboro the first week. We've never played these people before. And, and so it's very, very different. And so December is a huge month for our Miami Hurricanes team. We've got four games and, and two, on, two at home, two on the road. And uh, every one of them becomes hugely important for the ACC regular season, tournament, and NCAA hopes. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little peculiar. In fact, uh, I wonder if some of these uh, holiday tournaments, how they will be affected down the road if you were to go back to Hawaii or something like that or play in one of these holiday tournaments. That makes it awfully hard when you're playing four conference games before the new year. Uh, I'm looking at your schedule. You're playing the ACC Big Ten Challenge on a Wednesday and then open up ACC play on Sunday. Yeah, it's it's different and it's difficult. And before that, we're going to play in a tournament in uh, the Mohegan Sun Casino up in Connecticut. We're going to be facing my alma mater, Providence College, who made it to the Sweet 16 and lost to Kansas just before we lost to Kansas last season. So they're a very, very good basketball team. Ed Cooley, their head coach, has done a great job of building that program. They're regularly in the NCAA. And, of course, the Big East is such a good conference with Providence and Villanova and so many other good basketball programs. Uh, is it uh, special for you when you uh, coach against your alma mater? Well, I've only coached against it one time, uh, and that was in 19, let's see, 90? Yeah, I think it was really? 1990, so 32 years ago. Huh. And, and uh, we, had, we had the lead with about five minutes to go, and here's, here's how strange things are. <laughs> there was an official who made a call that greatly upset me, and uh, I thought it really cost us the game. And the referee was John Clockerty. <laughs> and he would become the supervisor of officials in the ACC, and I would run into him many, many times uh, when he was the supervisor. I'd have to talk to him about officiating in our league. So yeah. he, he uh, called a game, Providence versus Bowling Green, 1990. I think it was uh, uh, November or early December. You know, it was November of 1990. And... Uh, John Clarkety was on the game, so this will be the second time. Well, hopefully his son won't be the official. <laughs> uh, in your exhibition yesterday, uh, interesting to note, Jordan Miller was Jordan Miller, right? He shot 10 for 12. Uh, he has really come on to be a very clever and such a high percentage scorer. Jordan Miller is the most efficient player. He's got a very high basketball IQ. His skill set is very, very good. He really knows how to play with other good players. And, I mean, he has a, he has a dunk. He has a layup. He's got two tip-ins. I mean, those are things right at the rim. And then he hits a three, and then he gets a driving layup, and 
gets an assist, a steal, a block shot. Now he's he's really really terrific. I said before the season, he's an All Conference player. Is he um, is is he an example of what a student athlete can do? Right, and 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 I say that in terms of I say that because uh, he comes in. I think he's a really cool story. He comes in last year. Uh, he started off a little bit rough, and then, of course, uh, right around that Penn State game, his basketball started to, to take off. He's a really, really, really nice kid. He, you end up in the Elite Eight. He does a terrific job of of speaking to the press throughout the postseason. In the off season, I'm watching him on television as a heat analyst on on uh, on Channel Six. And then I see him on campus over in the Hex Center this year, and he's over there doing some charity work and doing some pen pal stuff with kids. And I just look at him and say, here's a guy who comes to the University of Miami and is taking complete advantage of everything that he has, uh, just taking advantage of everything that he can. Well, I agree with you there, Joe. And I, I would say we have really benefited from him, from his personality, and the gifts that he brings, the talent that he brings to our basketball program. When I watched him be the, the uh, uh, color commentator on an NBA game and break down the NBA game as confidently and as articulately as any seasoned veterans, I was so, so impressed by that. Here's a young man who then a week later went back home to his hometown and was the commencement speaker at graduation. What college kid can be the commencement speaker at his high school? I never heard of that before. Yeah, that's good. That That's really good. Well, um, and then I think, you know, you can see him this year taking a, a – a more maybe a, I think I'm right on this. A more active leadership role, and you mentioned you got three new starters in there, so it's probably really uh, healthy for you and the team to have somebody that understands how to bring all those guys together. Well, in Jordan's case, you know he he's not a very vocal kid on the team. He's not someone barking out directions and stuff like that, but he does set a very very good example by coming to practice every day and doing a terrific job, listening carefully, and then executing. And so he really leads by example. Uh, There are some guys, I'll use Bensley Joseph as an example, he's very vocal. Norshad O'Meer, he's very vocal. He's he's got a a big personality, and uh, they're very, very talkative. Anthony Walker is doing a good job of, of being a leader this year. So we've got some very good leaders. Of course, Isaiah Wong is is terrific. Uh, And uh, Nigel Pack is learning, I think, from the veterans and enjoying his role and the transition that he's made from Kansas State to Miami. So, uh, Joe, you're going to really enjoy it because you're with these guys a lot on the road. And I think you're going to really enjoy their personalities. I call him the effervescent Bensley Joseph. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's he's talkative. He's got a lot of energy. He's very enthusiastic, and he's one heck of an athlete. He's probably our best on-ball defender. And he's doing a really good job of guarding point guards. I was watching you in practice last week, 
and you gave some, you mentioned Anthony Walker a moment ago, you gave some instruction uh, to Anthony Walker, and then he came over, and I just watched, my my observation was, he looked you right in the eye, and then, you know, he nodded his head, he understood what you were talking about. When you have coachable players, I guess that makes the job a little more, a little easier, or uh, I'm not sure what word I want to use there, but certainly um, it's great to have guys that, that pay attention and then take coaching, right? Well, I, I would say coaches, in my mind, are teachers. And when you're in the classroom, what you want from your students is for them to listen and learn and and take the experience that you bring to the classroom and share it with them. And that's what my coaches do. Bill Courtney, my associate head coach, does a fantastic job of communicating to our players. DJ Irving, who joined us last year and was part of the Elite Eight run, he has a great relationship with the players. And now Cody Kimball is the newest member of the staff, and he's having a big impact. And when, when you have players who really are students of the game, they want to learn. We talked about Wooga Poplar earlier. Anthony Walker has improved dramatically uh, in each and every season since he's been here. And I think his senior year will be his best year yet. He's improved his three-point shooting. He's stronger. And I think he's more confident in his play now. So hopefully uh, he will play as consistently uh, well as his ability will allow him. Well, we're gonna, we are going to tip it off a week from tonight. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. You've got a really smooth operation going. I think we're going to hang the uh, Elite Eight banner next week, right? We sure will. Yeah. I hope we'll have our, our fans, our, our season ticket holders, uh, our Jim Laranega basketball campers, uh, our student body, our, our administration and faculty come out and watch us unveil the, the Elite Eight banner, something that had never been done before in our basketball program's history. And uh, we're excited about that and then hopefully a great game. All right, Coach. I'm ready to go. I'm looking forward to another uh Another uh, adventure ride with you. Thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, I'm going to see you this week for practice. All right, Joe. Happy Halloween. Same to you, Coach. All right. That's uh, University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega with us. Still to come, we'll uh, go back and talk more football, hurricane football and ACC football. James Bates will be joining us uh, momentarily. Let me talk to you for a moment about a great hurricane fan, a great hurricane basketball fan. He's at every home game, sits right underneath the basket, cheers on the hurricanes, and that is Ed Williamson and his lovely wife, Carol. And I'm going to talk to you about Williamson Buick GMC because right now Ed Williamson wants you to get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle in a new GMC and he wants you to get it from Williamson Buick GMC and the reason you can get it from Williamson Buick GMC is because new GMC vehicles are arriving daily at Williamson and that means Williamson Buick GMC is sure to have the new GMC that you are looking for. Like the new GMC Yukon with plenty of room for the entire family, the new Yukon allows you to ride in style and comfort while making a bold statement wherever you might go in South Florida. Or Ed Williamson wants you to be able to cover work and play with the new GMC Canyon or Sierra. These trucks feature bold styling, the latest technology, all with the toughness to get the job done. To get your new GMC from Williamson, it's easy. You can go online at williamsonautomotivegroup.com 
Or you can take a trip to his beautiful facility, which is easy to find at US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience car buying like never before from your premier GM dealership, GMC dealership. That is Williamson Buick GMC. We are professional grade. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.